This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Now, when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the, from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them and cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a, this is a deserted place, and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away so they may go into the villages and buy food, buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. They replied, We have nothing here but five loaves and two fishes. And he said, Bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves. 
and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds, and all ate and were filled. And they took up what was left over of the broken pieces, twelve baskets full. And those who ate were about five thousand men, besides women and children. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord, the word of the Lord. Now, please be seated, please. I say good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. You'll recall in the first chapters of Matthew that Joseph and Mary fled from Judea, taking their child with them because Herod the Great was killing Jewish children because there was a rumor that the king of the Jews had been born in a place called House of Bread, Bethlehem. Judea was a dangerous place for Jews who awaited a Jewish king. Herod the Great was a butcher who ruled Judea as a, as a puppet of Rome by means of terror for decades, for several decades. He died shortly after Jesus was born and was responsible for the slaughter of the innocents. That was the occasion for the flight of Mary and Joseph to Egypt. A successor, Archelaus, was ruling at the time Joseph and Mary heard of the death of Herod. They started to return home to Judea, but fearing Archelaus made their way to Nazareth in Galilee. Years later, another evil Herod put John the Baptist to death because he had raised a following and was announcing that indeed a righteous kingdom was near. Matthew has told, of, told us of the beheading of John the Baptist, killed because he denounced Herod's Antipas marriage to, the brother, to his brother Philip's wife when Philip was still alive. Hearing of the death of his cousin and knowing that he too would now be a target for persecution, Jesus withdrew to a solitary place. Jesus' hearing of the death of John the Baptist at the hands of Herod Antipas has good reason to go to a solitary place to pray and contemplate what is next. This is a story of a miracle. But which miracle? The obvious answer is the multiplication of the loaves and fishes. But there are other miracles here. Matthew places this story in a selection of the Gospels that, that shows Jesus training the disciples for their mission preparing them for the crisis of opposition in ministry and to reveal to them the meaning of the bread of life. Jesus taught what they can do, though their resources appear to be meager and their circumstances filled with danger. Jesus said to his disciples, you give them something to eat. He's saying, you have the resources to solve the problem. Take the initiative, be leaders. Every one of us, by our nature, think of how uh, events affect us before we think of others. Notice in this masterful, artistically styled narrative how Matthew contrasts our Lord Jesus' concern for the people served with the disciples' reaction to the Lord's call. Jesus saw need. He felt compassion and said, feed my sheep. This is a desolate place, say the, say the disciples. There's nothing here. Now, how many times have we felt that we are in a desolate place? Nothing to work with. No one here to help. We see needs, but we don't see what the Lord has provided. We feel weak, helpless. And that, of course, is a denial of our faith as we forget that the Lord is our shepherd. We have nothing to provide for this great crowd. There are so many. We are so few. The need is too great. Matthew, who retold this story many times after Jesus' death and resurrection, used the miracle of the loaves to point to two greater miracles. The Eucharistic theme is here. John tells the same story, but in his gospel, he in several places records Jesus' words, I am the bread of life, I am the living bread, came down, come down from heaven. 
If a man eats this bread, he will live forever. <clears throat> now, Matthew tells the story more subtly, but the Eucharistic reference is unmistakable. In verse 19, we have a, a reminder of the Last Supper, the Eucharistic feast, and of the mess Messianic feast at the end of time. Jesus takes bread, recognizes it as the Father's gift, and looked up to the heaven, blesses it, breaks it, and gives it, distributes it. Then in verse 20, we see another level to the story. The disciples get everyone to work together to a common purpose. All are filled, and much is left over. A basket for each disciple. Each of them has a mission to perform. One of telling the good news of the infinite abundance of God's love, which all can eat. You are hungry in a desolate place. You want to be gracious and be generous, but there are so many, and we are so few. What to do? Well, feed others, and you will be fed. Sit down, divide the bread. The bread of heaven will not run out. We hunger and thirst for righteousness. The, steam from, the stream from heaven's throne will never run dry. You will have life and have it more abundantly if you divide the bread. Drawing on, the con on, drawing on conflict theory, David G. Forney cites Walter Bruggen Bruggenman's article, Liturgy of Abundance and the Myth of Scarcity, to conclude that with the feeding of the 5,000, there is a, a contest between the myth of scarcity in the book of Exodus and a liturgy of generosity as seen when Jesus multiplied the bread and fish with all its Eucharistic overtones of blessing, breaking, and distributing. Father Dennis J. Hanley was a Mary Nall missionary for over 55 years. And he said, many years ago, I was teaching in the seminary in Hong Kong and I was teaching the deacons and they were about to be ordained. And deacons about to be ordained are very enthusiastic. And of course, I'm an old cynic from Brooklyn. So I tried my best to maintain their incredible positive outlook at the time. Now about two weeks after the deaconate ordination, I met one of the seminarians in the hallway and I said, Harry, how are you doing? And he said, Father, when I stood and knelt at that altar with my, with my head down and I was filled with joy and I was filled with peace and I gave my whole life to him, it was a wonderful moment. And then he stops. And now, three weeks later, each day, I take a little back. You understand? I, I take a little back. Taking a little back speaks of the tension that the new deacon felt between the perceived scarcity and lack of abundance regarding time and generosity in serving. The tension goes back to the Hebrews wandering for 40 years in the desert. At every new campsite, they whine to Moses about perceived scarcity. Give us water to drink and food to eat. Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and livestock with thirst? But as David G. Forney notes, their memory, to say the least, was selective. They never had it this good in Egypt. Their bread was a reward for, of food and drink con, uh, contingent on their productivity. And it was always received and eaten with fearful anxiety that it might be cut off. Bread was, was a mechanism of imperial control. Yet, it's a wonder, it's a miracle, it's an embarrassment, it's irrational. But God's abundance transcends the market economy. For he notes that at the heart of the Hebrews' wilderness experience is the question, is the Lord among us or not? From Exodus chapter 17, verse 7. Does God provide in sufficient ways, or is Pharaoh correct that there is not enough? And 
It is that question that lies behind many situations of conflict. Do we have to fight to get ahead, to advance our agendas, to, to prove God is on my side? Or does God really provide for all that we need? So, when Jesus says to us, as in our Gospel today, there is no need for them to go away. Give them some food yourselves. What I hear Jesus saying is, don't wait for someone else to do it. Don't pretend you're not qualified or capable. Don't delay it. Our Gospel today says that Jesus fed 5,000 hungry people when all, when all he really wanted was to be alone, to grieve after learning that his cousin and friend John the Baptist had just been killed by Herod. Alice McKenzie puts it this way. Jesus' words, you give them something to eat, are a daily dare. He's saying, I dare you to take me at my word and see what happens. Jesus sprang into action because his heart was moved to pity and compassion and seeing the hungry crowd. The word compassion comes from a Greek word which means the inner parts of the body, your guts. Compassion refers to something deep inside of us. So to have compassion, it gets a strong inner feeling. And that's our cue. Just feel. Observe your bodily experience and your feelings. If you feel compassion in your gut, this is a call from God to help someone. God will multiply your efforts. He will multiply my tiny offerings to do his works, his work like five thousand lo like five loaves and two fishes. He's only asking me to, to be a part of his work. But it's also a challenge to me to be compassionate and generous when I don't feel like it, but know it's your will. Like the disciples, just let me follow your instructions and to entrust the miracles that need to happen to you. Jesus fed the 5,000 and strengthened the faith of his inner circle of future evangelists and left an enduring message for succeeding generations. Our Lord continues the miracle of loaves as his life strengthens millions around the world who feed on the bread of life and in turn work in the creation of a renewed earth under the reign of God. Disciples continue to gather up broken pieces, the broken lives. Lift up your hearts. There were 12 baskets of leftovers, one basket personalized for each apostle. They had picked up the fragments with their own hands. They had seen the miracle of multiplication with their very eyes. Minister from God's abundance and you will fill more baskets than you can carry by yourself. The harvest is ready, but the laborers are few. Amen. Amen. It is time for everybody's favorite part of the service. That's right, the announcements. two podcasts if you don't know this right now then you're all living under a rock i swear we have two podcasts we have the, the podcast we've had for six years now which is your path mission mark now that's our our services every sunday and any special events we have that's that's when you catch that uh and usually uh it's just the, the gospel and the mm -hmm. sermon and our round table which are the, the parts that are uh i think we need to get out there to the world 
Uh, the other stuff is, is our church stuff that you can come in here and enjoy with us right. at your church and, and enjoy. But check that out. Your Path Mission Mark, it's, it's uh, available everywhere in, in, in your CV podcast. Just go to your favorite browser, type in Your Path Mission Mark. Uh, you can also, like I said, go to any of your podcast uh, providers out there and get them. Or you can go to Alexa and say, Alexa, play Your Path. Now, we have Echo here. It's not Alexa. but Hey, Echo, play Your Path. Welcome back to your path with Bishop Moore. And there you have it. Oh, okay. Echo, stop. Yours will probably be Alexa. Some of them use Echo or whatever. That's pretty cool. Your path. Anywhere in the world they can say that. Maybe your path oh, okay. Now, the other thing we have is we have Life Lessons with Bishop Moore. That's one of our newest podcasts. And what that is, I like to call that our TikTok podcast. Mm. Each each uh, uh, each um, episode there is only about three to five minutes long. So if you've got a short attention span, this one's for you. <laughs> and it's exactly what it is. It's Life Lessons with Bishop Moore. Now, there's... I, I've been rather busy <laughs> lately, so I have to apologize. We're a little bit behind on getting the newest life lesson up there. I'm going to do my best this week to get, get you one up there. And I, I promise it's been, it's, it's been about a month. I know. I, I, owe, I owe it. So please check out Life Lessons with Mark. Do the same thing here. You go to your favorite browser and type in Life Lessons with Bishop Mark, or just go to your uh, favorite uh, podcast provider out there and search for Life Lessons with Bishop Mark. I, I know we're out there, and you can see us, and we're uh, all over the world. And Look, at the end of the, of the podcast, there's a place where you can say something to us. You can either leave us a voice message or say something about the podcast. Please do. Mm. I, I know you're all watching, and I really want to see what, what y'all are thinking of it out there. So please, give us some feedback. Okay. Uh, that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't make a difference. We are a church of all volunteers. None of us here take a salary, not even myself. And the only way we survive and keep our doors open is through the tithing of our community here and through generous supporters out there in the world from Podcast Land and YouTubeville and, and the world. Mm. Um, and right now we can really use your help. I know it's tough for everybody. I know the economy is kind of, you know, everybody kind of been up for. Well, it does us too. And, and if you don't have the support of people like you out there that are listening to us every week, we won't make it. Our doors won't stay open. The lights are, are not free. The candles aren't free. I mean, it, it costs money, unfortunately, to keep this going. And if you feel that the message we're trying to get out of it, all inclusive, all loving, all forgiving God, if you feel that they were trying to get the message we're trying to get out of the true meaning of Christianity, which has not been seen in this world in a long, long time, if you feel that those things are important, please consider making a donation to Dallas Church Life Church. It's very simple. Just go to DallasULC.com and click on Donate. They'll take you to a page, secure, put in your credit card, whatever you want to do there, and make your donation. No gift is too small. We'll take anything. Uh, it goes into our general fund, and that helps us keep the services going uh, for now. Okay. Now, whenever I talk about money, I'm not very good talking about money, so I, my hardest things I have to do, but. I always get somebody that comes up to me after this and says, Yo, Bishop, I love the church. No, I really, I love the church, but I, I, I don't have any money. I, I'm broke. I can't give you anything. It's okay. I'm broke too. You just do what I do. We volunteer. We all volunteer here. This is the volunteer church. Uh, your time is your money. And so we ask that you go to pray at DallasULC.com. Check out, uh, I'm sorry, I think this is the wrong thing here. Ignore that. What I ask you to do is to go to uh, DallasULC.com and click on uh, the word, on the uh, volunteer button there. Uh, now, you'll find a list of the volunteer positions we have available there. If you don't see something you like, come on anyway. There's always something to do here at the church. There's never enough hours in the day to get anything done, get everything done, and we always leave something, something undone. So we could always use the help. So please, consider coming on in and making a, uh, making a donation of your time to the church. Like I said, go to DallasVillC.com, click on volunteer. Now we're going to go to this one now. This one's a little special too. If you have a request for prayer, you need an email address. And the email address is pray at DallasVillC.com. You can also go to DallasVillC.com and click on the prayer request button there. Anything you need, you can find at DallasVLC.com. We've got it all right there. All the information you need, all the reforms you need, anything you want to know about the church, it's all right there, DallasVLC.com. So that's really your go-to place for anything. And also any announcements and things will be there as well. Okay. DallasVLC.com, prayer requests, right there for you. Okay. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, complaints. 
These are very things. These things are very, very important to us. We need to know these things. We need to acknowledge them. We need to take care of them. Please give them to us. Feedback at DallasRealCity.com is the email address for that. You can also, again, go to DallasRealCity.com and click on Contact Us. There's a form there. You can just fill it out very simply, and we can also get those taken care of there. So compliments, concerns, suggestions, complaints, give them to us. We want to hear them. All right. You know, there's our, you can't make a difference for the volunteering. We just right. a minute ago. There's a volunteer that says, you know, www.cu.com and click on volunteer. Or you can also just come see me and I'll, I'll put you to work, I promise. All right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> we're, we're talking about this. I mean, I hate to, you know, I, I know you all think it's so far away. It's, it's, let me see. That's a lot. November 4th. November 4th is not that, it's going to be right around the corner. 90 days. 90 days from today. It's three months, okay? Look. Like I said last week, I, I appreciate y'all coming out. This is their ninth year of doing this. Okay, this has been going on since before the church started. I mean, as many of you know, my grandmother passed away from Alzheimer's uh, a few couple years back. Our, our good congregant, our vice president of our church here, Don, uh, lost his mother also to Alzheimer's. And you'll find that <clears throat> most people that you know, that you talk to, have some sort of interaction with Alzheimer's. They, they know somebody who died. They've had somebody in their family pass away from this. They've had somebody afflicted with it. It's a disease that's out there for all of us, and the only way we're going to get, get, get it taken care of and get a cure is by making money and getting the awareness out there and making it happen. Like I said, last week, I, I, I thanked you all for all of your hard work in the past eight years. It's been great, but I, I'm, I'm challenging you this year because we, we all show up. We work our butts off. We volunteer at the, at the, at the organizations. We, we get there. We do it for Snoop, but we need to start doing something beforehand that's called raising some money. And that the whole idea of this is, yes, to raise awareness, but it's also to raise money. So I need you to be out there talking to your friends, saying, hey, I'm walking in walking in all terms. Would you mind sponsoring me? Just mention it. And you know what? I guarantee they'll have a story. Guarantee they'll have a story. It's, it's a great, you know, everybody has, everybody knows something that might not be Alzheimer's. And the only way to stop it yeah. is to, to get the what you guys said to say. Great picture. No, 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 no. I, no, I agree with you. Yeah, thank I you. I love that picture. That's us last year um, at, at the end of the walk. Now, let me say, we got there at 4 30 in the morning that day. And it was, I remember, the wind I remember. was blowing 40 miles an hour. It was cold yeah. as heck. And they put us in a booth out there, right? We're passing away the flowers, passing with the flowers for everybody. And they put a bubble truck right in front of us. There should be bubbles in the air. So oh, not only is it uh, cold as hell, but the then bubble the bubble, you bubbles hit you, and then you're freezing. You know? oh, <laughs> but you know what? It was worth it. We, we enjoyed it. it it's, it's a lot of work, but we had a good time. <laughs> Motley little crew there, isn't it? So, in 90 days, so now if, you want, if you're interested, if you're interested in, in joining us to the White Walk, simply go to there's a website address, A-C-T, you're just act.alz.org, slash go to, slash D-U-L-C. If you don't want to remember that, go to DallasVLC.com and click on Alzheimer's. It's right there. I told you DallasVLC.com is everything we need right there. Now, you can also, if you don't want to join us, you're not able to join us to, to, uh, to, to do the walk, and you want to make, make a donation to the team or to one of the members of the team, you can also go to DallasVLC.com, click on Alzheimer's, it'll take you to that page. You can see the story behind why we do this, which is some pictures and some, some past pictures. <laughs> And you can also make a donation there for us. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you can sign up or donate right there at DallasRealC.com. All right. Did you write a scooter? <laughs> now, I want to talk to you about this. Because we talk about the money thing. There are some incentives here, folks. There really are. I, and I'm going to move over here so I can see it. Mm-hmm. The camera's probably not going to see me over here, but that's all right. Um, I'm glad you did that. If you look here, I'm trying to get out of your way. No, no, you're all right. The first thing is the shirt. So you don't, you don't automatically get a shirt. Mm-hmm. Nobody, not, you're, you're not entitled to that. You have to get $100 of donations to get a shirt. That's not so bad. No. Okay? And it's a, it's a new shirt every year. It's walking. This year they have new logos, brand new logos. So there's that. The next thing is going to be this here. It's a three hundred dollars, uh, and you get a choice of things. It's a, a, a dinner mug, a two thousand twenty four Walt and Alzheimer's uh, calendar, or a nylon bag with built in pouch. So right. Three hundred dollars, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Moving on up, the five hundred dollar uh, say it gets a uh, a can shaped glass with lid and straw, a mesh back back baseball 
cap or oh, crossbody waist bag oh, and champion and you also get a champion medal. If you spend five hundred dollars, yeah. you're a champion. You get a medal, a special medal, and you get a special tent out there. You get official food and everything. Oh, really, really nice, really nice. I, I was I was a champion one year. Really? Sorry, I already sold my my medal, but that's oh. okay. They, 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 they needed that bad. They needed it, but it was really a lot of fun. It was. I got my character written. Did it. I was in the tent there, and they had some breakfast for us. It was nice. Wow. Moving on, seven fifty. That's going to be. Uh, a free sweatshirt, windproof umbrella, or wireless charging uh, notebook. That's uh -huh. kind of cool. Now, a thousand, that's another than this, the next big level. I'm not going to go through all of these. Oh, thousand, two grand. Well, that's all a thousand is a stainless steel thermal bottle, a padded laptop sling bag, or quick charge wireless earbuds, and a grand champion, uh, um, I can't read it, ring spun t shirt. It's a special, special grand champion t shirt that you only get if you do. Thousand oh, dollars. No, so you get the champion at five hundred, grand champion at a thousand. Okay. So you want to talk about the two thousand dollar one? Shoot. Twenty five hundred dollars. For two thousand dollars, you get a collapsible cooler chair, mm -hmm. uh, a trial gift yeah. set with in insulated bag and dinner drinkware, yeah. or a duffel backpack and elite grand champion half uh, half zip up cooler yeah. pullover. So it's elite grand champion. That's you get bad. all that. The, the biggest price here is the $10,000. That's the car. Yeah, I thought the car was $2,000. Yeah. So $10,000 here, you get... But that's not hard to get. You know, you, it's really not. If you, if you know enough people, you just yeah. ask them. They'll do it. Look, $10,000, you get um, an Opry Daylight wheeled duffel yeah. or a steel frame wagon with carrying case. Now, those aren't cheap. They're not $10,000, but they're not cheap. Okay? Look, I, I want, I want you all to be aware of that because I don't think I'm, I'm conveying to you all every year. You know, it's great to know yeah, yeah. the cause, but it's nice to have some incentive as well. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm working on our t-shirts as well. Uh, we will have we'll, we'll have some new t-shirts this year with a new logo. I think they're going to be very nice. You're going to love them, okay? That's pretty wild. 90 days, guys. 90 days. Please, get out there and raise some money. All the money that you raise, they, they don't have to go through you. They don't have to give you money. They can do it all online at DallasFuelC.com. They put your name up so you know they, they it, can right? Put their, yeah, put their, either the either team's name right. or or uh, your name. And they, they can do that right there. That's why right. so when they go to that link, it'll go to right to our page. Mm -hmm. And they can do all they want right there. That way, if they're concerned about getting yeah. your credit card or anything, it's all right there. Yeah, yeah. Very simple. I'm good. Because somebody asked about that the other day, and I said, I don't even know how to tell you how to get all my Dallas Yeah. Dallas yeah. Okay. Guess what? That wasn't too bad, was it? Okay. Let's see if I can rise for our dismissal, folks. Wow.